What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mike Heitman Show, where I'm helping you go from being a dumbass to a badass. If you haven't already done so, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, go follow me on TikTok. The handle is Mike Heitman Show, and I have a lot of content over there that will not be making its way over to the podcast. That's fun, extra, and more visual, hence why it's there. Without further ado, let's get on with today's show. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mike Heitman Show, where I'm helping you go from a dumbass to a badass. I am back from the dead, people. No, I did not forget about you. Of course not. However, I did have some things go on in my life that caused me to take a break. And it's not bad things. Like uh, my son, actually, my youngest son came up for three weeks in June. So that was part of the reason for the delay in getting back. Also, as I mentioned towards the end there, I was working on TikTok and and learning how that works because it's a one-man show over here. And I got so much to learn and only so much time, you know, how that goes. And I did learn a lot. I'll talk more about that later in the episode because I want to play for you some of the things that I, that I did over there. It's a lot of fun now. It's a cool place. You should go check it out. Again, that handle is Mike Heitman Show. Real simple. I know, right? Before I do that, though, I want to talk about some of the things that I've learned in this little leave of absence. As I've mentioned before, one of the self-help podcasts I listen to is called The Mindset Mentor. It's with Rob Dial Jr. If you haven't already subscribed to it, it's great. It's pretty much daily episodes during the week. And they're about 15 to 20 minutes, depending on what it is. And it's really good. It's one of the biggest self-help podcasts in the world, actually. So he's very accomplished. He's not a noob like me. And he's also very straightforward. No, like, really out there thinking, just real practical stuff. One of the things he said a while back that's really helped me this year when I start to go down some mental pathways that aren't helpful to me about how things have shaped uh, shaped up in my life. He has this phrase that he uses a lot that he learned from one of his mentors, and that is, if it could have gone another way, it would have, but it didn't, because this was the only way that it could go. And that's given me a lot of perspective and a lot of, actually, hope in some of the things that have happened specifically this year. If you're one of those people that's listened to the podcast this whole year, you know that I've been on a self-help journey, mostly due to coming out of the most toxic relationship I've ever been in, and also probably the hardest thing I've had to go through, and that's really saying something, considering I'm divorced with kids, and with the exception of like six months that my oldest spent with me in 2020, I've not really been near my kids the majority of the divorce. They've been at least a thousand miles away. So you can imagine how difficult that is. And I'm telling you that that breakup while I was going through the throngs of it is the most emotionally draining thing that's ever happened to me and the most debilitating and just like, like I thought it was rock bottom when I had divorce. Nope, not even close. But a lot of good has come out of that. I'm still continuing to heal. I'm incorporating a lot more things and uh, still listening to all the self-help things. And so I'll have more to share with you down the road. But this phrase that he uses, that it, it could, if it could have gone another way, it would have. 
I'm so glad that it went the way that it did. Now, since I stopped really talking about that, I've had a couple experiences with her that further confirmed that we weren't the right match. I wish her well. She seems to be doing well with her her boyfriend and cool. I'm doing great too. I'm healing. I have actually a lot of things that have blown up that I didn't foresee this year. And I'll tell you about those also. But that phrase has stuck with me. Because if I really look back at my life, and I think a lot of people do this, you ask, well, if it went another way, would you want it to have gone another way? And I'm sure that there are exceptions. But if you really sit back and think, as long as it's not super, super awful, you realize that there are so many good things that come out of the horrendous parts of our lives. The most difficult and trials in our lives. We come out usually better people. If nothing else, we have more experience and perspective. Hopefully we've learned some lessons so that we don't make the same mistakes again, especially if we are the one that caused the issues. And if nothing else, we become more empathetic to people who go down that same road. I have noticed as I've gotten out of my divorce, because I was a very judgmental person prior to that, that As I go through life, I've become less and less judgmental, which is really good because of how bad I was. Um, And part of that is, yes, you experience more life. I mean, I got married when I was 23, got divorced in my late 20s. Um, And as I've been in my 30s, I've just learned that there's a lot of things that can go haywire in life and there's a lot of different perspectives. Also, I'm a flawed human being. Who am I to judge other people? for their decisions, because this is the thing. There's a lot of times in life, and I've done this too, and I've further, or down the road, I've realized how wrong I was, is we think that we would always choose the best decision given the information, when we haven't actually gone through it. But when you're put in the actual situation, you realize that, sure, maybe in the end, you still would have taken the, you still would have done the choice that you claimed you would have, But you can better understand why some people make different decisions. So, yeah, it's one of those things where you just got to keep that perspective of everything that happens to you will work out for your good. And that's actually one of the, you know, the affirmations that I say regularly is it's the simple things always work out for me. Now, that doesn't mean that they always go the way that I think that they will, but I usually can find a positive spin if I look hard enough, which a lot of times I don't have to look that hard. Now, I briefly mentioned that things kind of exploded. Another reason why I haven't been on the podcast is out of nowhere, I got performance opportunities out the wazoo, which is cool, and some of them include writing opportunities. Um, and also we're finally going to produce that show that I've been talking about here and there that I wrote a long time ago that we tried to produce last summer, but we didn't have enough funding. Now we do. That's going to be happening in September, uh, in Seattle. That's the elixir of love. If you're in the Seattle area, definitely check that out. Uh, we're going to be posting the dates here pretty soon on the opera unbound that's our podcast that Rachel and I have, but we're kind of morphing it into a production thing also. 
And you can find us on Instagram and you'll have all that information. Uh, I have some solo recitals. And then also I was asked because of, so I mentioned Rachel, she's my podcasting partner and one of my favorite people to collaborate with. She was talking to one of the, uh, one of the heads of one of the smaller companies in Seattle. And they asked me to rewrite the Cinderella story. There's three operatic versions of Cinderella. And the one that they're doing is a lesser known one. It's also shorter. It's only about an hour, actually. And so she said, well, this is kind of an unknown piece, even though the story itself is, obviously, most people know Cinderella. But we think this would be a good way for you to take, we won't do it in French, we'll do it in English, and you can do a modern translation. Well, uh, this song or this uh, show happened to be on my list of ones that I wanted to do, and I thought of a really cool way to do it, which is kind of like The Bachelor. And so I've been working on that, and that's been taking a lot of time, too. I'm almost done with the first uh, complete draft of it, and uh, I have until the end of the month to get it to everybody, which is totally doable. I'm pretty close to the end of, the, of it. So, But that's super exciting, because I'm hoping that having someone other than me produce a show that will start to gain momentum and hopefully uh, they like it and they'll have me come back and do more with that company because it's a perfect place to do it. So now, finally, to TikTok. So my experience with TikTok was really interesting. You know, it was very hit or miss like every, like everything is. And I've actually had TikTok pretty much the whole time I've had the podcast. I just haven't made it an emphasis and I would post little clips here and there of what I was talking about or just extra things. I would do music mostly, though. And then when I started to focus on it, part of the reasons I did micro episodes is because on TikTok, you can only record for three minutes. Well, my thought is let's make my life easy. I'll record a TikTok, take that, put it into GarageBand, conver- or convert it, put it into GarageBand, and then put it up as a podcast. And that was really, really smooth. But it uh, eventually, you know, it, I was trying to post more regularly and it's just life happens, you know, it's, it's that whole thing. Also, one of the things that I learned is that during this process, the, the leaked document about Roe v. Wade, which of course now is overturned, but when it was just leaked, I made a, a TikTok about it, about a perspective that I think isn't usually talked about. And it got a big response. And what I learned from that is most people really aren't looking to learn to actually have discussions. They just want to put their their biases out there. And there were so many times when I would say something like, you're not listening to what I'm saying. Like, I, have never, I didn't say what you just said. Go back and listen to it. I didn't say it. You know, so... I spent two or three days because res- I wanted to respond to people and, you know, because there were people who were, you know, going after me and blah, blah, blah. And I just, you know what? I was like, I don't want to do this. I want to make people laugh. I want to entertain people. If I can motivate them to be better, cool. Let's just do funny stuff. So I started thinking a little bit more. And one of my favorite things ever on Saturday Night Live is Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. It's from the 90s. And basically what it is, is it's 
either they'll do some like motivational quote and then they'll have a twisted spin at the end or they'll they'll have a nice little story you think it's all good and then again twist ending so i was like well maybe i could do something like that and then because of all the self-help and stuff i was doing earlier uh on tiktok for me not necessarily for the podcast but like you get the algorithms of all these things right there's this one guy i'm not gonna say who it is because I, I use him as inspiration to kind of make fun of what he does. I mean, he's got some good content. Don't get me wrong. He's said things on there that have helped me. But then the more I thought about this idea, I'm like, he's perfect to kind of be the antithesis of. And so that's what I did. And so I started doing this thing called hard-hitting quotes, which I think is actually what he calls his also. He has over 100 of these things. I'm only at like 30 something now, but I wanted to play for you four of them that I like or that have been liked the most on my TikTok. So you can go check, you can listen to these and if you like them, go check out my TikTok. Again, that's Mike Heitman Show on TikTok. It's, it's a lot of fun. I still do music stuff here and there, but it's mostly that stuff right now. I, want, I really think that there's a bountiful harvest so to speak, of that kind of demotivation, if you really want to put it the right way. Um, so anyway, here is some of those. This is hard hitting quotes number 14. It's short, it's sweet, but it really is true. Did you know that you are naturally funny? Because your life is a joke. Just let that one sink in. It's been said that no one has ever been injured by looking on the bright side. Well, except for those who have severe photic retinopathy because they stared at the sun too long during a solar eclipse and now they have permanent eye damage. But other than those people, yes, that's a good way to live your life. Always look on the bright side. Just don't stare at the sun. This is hard hitting quotes number 19. It's great perspective. One of the things about life is that it's temporary. Every blessing will eventually turn into a trial and every trial will turn into a blessing. So if you're in a time of blessing in your life, cherish it because a trial is coming. And if you're in a time of trial in your life, know that a blessing is coming. Now that blessing might be death, but still, a blessing is coming. This is hard hitting quotes number 18. And this one is gonna cut deep. You had many reasons to stay, but you chose to leave. I had many reasons to leave, but I chose to stay. Sure, the house arrest and ankle monitor didn't help, but still, I chose to stay. 
And that's the difference between you and me. Remember that. All right, that's the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you go and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. And also go follow me on TikTok. Again, that's Mike Heitman Show for all that extra content. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. And until next time, peace.